so um ron and everybody i want to apologize before the the start of this episode um currently uh i've been passing a lot of gas so if you guys hear any feedback or i apologize beforehand okay bro you can't be serious right now like what are you talking about i'm just i'm just like ron honestly i've been going back and forth so like i know we started a little late i needed that i needed that break that whole that whole intermission we had i was i was you know what did you eat that uh screwed you over your belly like what what is it i honestly i don't know i don't know if i'm under the weather like my i've been sweating a lot um so i don't know i'm not saying it's like i know i i, I believe it sounds it sounds like the you know the boogeyman nah, the nah. gift that keeps on giving nah, hey that oh <laughs> diarrhea hey oh no 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 not that one the past two years of our life <laughs> oh covid no, no 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 i okay i'll be honest i never taken a covid test but honestly i think i i know i i know i had it especially it was last i want to say it was last year christmas i went to a function and i met a lot of people and it's so funny those same individuals were like hey i have covid just giving you a heads up <laughs> right so i know after that situation i still i practice my isolation i stayed inside um you know, and hey, those that that fourteen day period, I was very nervous, especially the first set, the first week, because every time I went to bed, I was like, God, is this gonna be my last time? You know, no word of a lie, but hey, I made it through. Um, but that sickness I had, it was, it it had different phases. Like one day I was hot, the next day I was cold and shivering, the next day I had no appetite, the next day I had diarrhea. The next day, I just was exhausted and drained. So I went through I went through different phases when I was uh, sick at that time. But I made it through. I'm healthy. So it's all good, you know. So I'm happy about that. You're definitely lucky that you got through it, man. And hopefully you get through whatever the heck is uh, marking your belly right now, man. Um, hopefully we don't have to end early so that you can go use the washroom. <laughs> Yo, that would be so embarrassing. Like, you guys, nah, nah, nah. nah. I, I just, I just, you know, I re, I had a reset, so I should be good for the next hour and a half. Well, that's good to hear, man, for sure. You know, so we all know, is it's getting pretty chilly outside. One of my boys, Philly, he would always let us know that summer is over. Um, and officially, yeah, we know that summer is over. And we always know that at the end of summer, it's a very, very big season. Not fall, but cuffing season. It's um, autumn. Autumn, not fall. Wait, 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 wait. What? Wait, I can't say fall anymore? No, nah, man. Out here, it's autumn. Oh, okay. I want to be... I, hey, I, I'm not trying to get canceled. I want to say the right words. Autumn. <laughs> okay, Autumn. <laughs> to make sure i gotta be clear with these things right ron um but yeah so it's not autumn but it's cuffing season so um man i'm happy i don't have to go through this process anymore because cuffing season was a real it's a real thing out there um and i know i again i don't know a female's perspective but i know the male's perspective and 
boy, oh boy, it is tough because, you know, it gets cold and you need something to keep you, you need someone to keep you warm. Um, and you don't want to be lonely, right? It's Christmas, then we have New Year's, then Valentine's Day, so, right? So you, it's, and winter in Canada is very, very long. So if you don't find someone, you got a cold winter, as J. Cold would say. I don't know, man, like, I, I always used to hear people talk about that stuff. I I guess I was just always doing something because I was never concerned about cuffing season. What's wrong with you, man? No, wrong, wrong. It's it's a legitimate concern. Like, no, got- I know. I definitely have talked to a lot of people that have that you know concern as well. I have this one boy. He would always make sure that during the summer he was single. But then he would always say, after caravan a long weekend, I got to find a girl. <laughs> but I always knew people, too, that before Christmas, they would try to break up with their girls, yes. too. He does that, too. He does that, too. Bro, this guy's a savage, man. Uh, yo, that's what happens when you're single and you're ready to mingle, right? Um, <laughs> this you know. guy. So his relationships lasted from... August, so that's about what five to six months. So August, September, October, November. November is when the relationship starts to get rocky and they'll take a break. <laughs> um, and then after Valentine's Day, everything's good. Just in case. But if her birthday was like a month after Valentine's Day, he had to wait. It had to be in April that you would start again. Yeah. Well, the thing is that he would always find someone new. Mm. He would always find someone new. So, like, he would have that person for the end of the year. And then when, after all those holidays and all those festivities pass, then it's on to the next. So, hey, with these dating apps, you can meet a whole lot of people. Hinge, um, Tinder, right? You can meet a whole lot of people. So, you can, some people can afford to do that. Did you ever have any like real success on those apps? No, no. The things that I like, I'm not going to lie. My girlfriend, I had a break, you know, dating for so long. We had a break. Right. And, and I did, I did use the app, but like, I found it so pointless, you know, like swipe, swipe, swipe. Oh, I got a match. We message conversations kind of die. Right. And like I was so I was so scared to kind of move forward with that person because I ain't going to lie, man. When my girlfriend and we we were in a break, you know, I I really love the girl. Right. I really, really love her. Not loved. I still love her. Right. And at that time, like I was always scared to not scared, but I was always nervous to, to move on to maybe try someone else because, you know, I know she's the right one. Right. And she's she's amazing. But like, do I really want to give up on her and find someone else start all over when this girl knows me? She and she loves me. Right. We're just going through some rocky, uh, a rocky time. And I ain't going to lie. You know, I do cause problems. Perfect. Michael's not always perfect. I'll be honest. Pause, bro. Wait, wait, why? Um... I said perfect. Michael's not always perfect. Bro, you're not perfect, Michael, to begin with. Just stop this. Stop it right now. 
Ron, if you if you do a Google search, the greatest name on the planet, <laughs> Michael's top five. <laughs> oh my goodness, man! I I can't get enough of this nonsense, man. Um, I'm I'm telling no 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 top five. They said they said uh, Muhammad. Muhammad was there. Michael was there. I um oh man. I forgot the other names. I think it was there was a name that's with A. I want to say Alex because Alex Andrews. I think Andrews way more popular than Alex. The reason why I again this was a while back, but the reason why I I think the name is Alex, but the reason why Alex was actually on that list is because Alex is unisex, so there's more opportunities for that name, right, to be successful. I just feel that all those names are always religious names. Like those are definitely the most popular names, especially in our like lifetime, I guess. Cause I guess now a lot more people are getting off of religion. It seems like, but definitely when we were growing up, everyone was religious, man. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, with the dating apps, like I, I find it interesting that you. I guess like you came, you were in somewhat of a relationship when they came out. So it's not something that you really, you know, use that much. But I, being a person that used it, man, I never, I had a little bit of, I had some encounters based off of that. But any real success, I don't think I really did have any much, any real success. But like, honestly, with a name like Michael, you should have been, you know, getting all the girls on that app. Hey, you know what? It is true. Can't I'm, win I'm them more all. of a person. Can't win them all. You know, you can't win them all. I'm more of a... My game is more interaction. My game was. Let me be correct. My game was all about interaction. I was more of a person that... I, I did my best work when I was, you know, face-to-face, beside the person, just having a general conversation. This whole... Some of my boys, they could just walk up and, hey, babes, yo, you're beautiful. And, and boom, 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 they do that. I, I don't have the courage to do that. It needs to be more of a situation thing. Like, let's say, like, this is what I used to do. So this is my game, you guys. So ready. And, hey, some of you guys out there learn, okay? Because the Michael Master is going to tell you some couples things, all right? So what I would do, Ron, let's say I saw this cute girl, right? And, um... I would I would find some way to open up the door of the conversation. So let's say we're at a bar and we're watching a game. And I see her watching, I'll turn and then I'll say, Oh man, so you saw that? That's so crazy. And just try to try to use something in that environment to have a conversation, to start up a conversation. And then, you know, you get the name, you tell the person about about yourself. You know, you ask them about themselves, and then sooner or later, you know, obviously I always make them laugh. And then, boom, you know, (laughs) you get the number. At that time, there was no IG. You know, it was all about the digits. And, yeah, that's just how the game worked for me, you know. But clearly it didn't work as much because, you know, I've been in a very, very long committed and wonderful relationship but you know my girl well, it works on her best, huh 
But it worked on her. It did. She said, well, I think one of my best qualities is just my sense of humor. You know, so it worked. You you are sometimes funny. You're not all the time funny. Whatever, man. Uh, you no, know, I'm just keeping it real, bro. Sometimes you're funny, man. I can't lie. Other times, man, like, I'm just like, bro, I'm not feeling it, man. I don't know what it is. But, hey, if she likes it, that's all that matters at the end of the day, man. Who cares about what I think? Again, um, but I don't yeah. know what flavor of haterade you're drinking today, man. But, hey, it is bro, strong. I'm just saying, you are funny. Like, I told you, you're, like, funny, like, sometimes. You're definitely not top five on my list all time. But you're close. You're close. <laughs> That's all good. That's all good. That's all um, good. Man. That is- but yo, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I just want to touch on the one thing you said. So your boys could just walk up and start talking to girls, man. I heard in 2022, that's not something you should be doing, yo. No. You shouldn't be walking up to girls and just start talking to them. Oh, no, no. This, again, this was back in the day. Like, you know, if somebody, <laughs> okay. if, if we were at a mall, right? And then, you know, he would be like, hey, you know, hey, beautiful. Hey, gorgeous. You know, again, if if, if he goes on, he, he's not one of those people that will prey on, you know, he'll back up, right? But we used to play this game. It's called the pointing game, right? Again, Wait, this is are you, whoa, 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 maybe you should think about it before you start talking about it. Is it inappropriate? No, 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 no. The pointing game. Okay, so, so, yeah, no, no, make no, no, sure. No. The pointing game. So pretty much like. If you wanted to go and approach someone, right, you would the other person would be like, okay, you know what, point. Go 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 talk to the person, right? Again, we make sure that the person is like, we're not just pointing at any random people. You know, like if you find like like that's the thing where where everyone needs to know their limit. And again, we talk about it on this on this podcast a lot. It's all about respect. There's nothing I don't see anything wrong with approaching someone, right? And just but if they're not feeling you, you back up, right? You don't want to – a lot of people, you know, find everlasting relationships by having the courage and just making that initial move and walking up, right? And honestly, mm-hmm. hey, I got to remember, with my girlfriend and I, that's what happened. I had no courage to talk to her, and my boy – it was at a house party. My boy's like, yo, go talk to her. And then I said, yo, you know what? <sighs> I'm going to go talk to her. And I walked over and I talked to her and look at us now. Look at me now. Hey, look at me now. Whoa, what do you mean? Look at you. Look at you too. Man, what, what is this, man? What's with this singular stuff, man? You guys are in a relationship, man. It's all about you too. Come on, man. I, Ron, I, I'm just saying, I'm just saying like, look, look at me. I made that initial move. I'm just saying it for all those, all those, not even guys, just people who 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 admire, who is really attracted to an individual. Make the move, right? Don't be scared because the number one thing you never want to have is regret. I think regret is like the ultimate evil weapon that the devil uses, right? Regret. You know? So... No, it, it's true, man, because when you regret things, man, all you spend time doing is thinking about all the things that you regret. It's, you know, life, life can be cruel, man. If you're not, um, what's the term, term, courageous enough to do things like that, man, it could be real cruel to you. 
It can be, you know. I and honestly, I, my me being thirty, I have a I have a few regrets, right? Again, they, they we all not, do. Yeah, they may not be as detrimental, but man, there's some things, you know. Like I always tell myself, like, what if I went to school and I took a different program, right? What if I what if I like I was one of those people who got their license very late, you know? What if I didn't get it so late? My insurance would be way better than what it is now, right? What if I what if what if I was you know, I actually like I was more focused in different aspects of life, right? What if I didn't listen to that my grade 10 uh my grade 10 tech teacher that told me to be a graphic designer, you need to be able to draw. Right? So I want to say that's probably one of my that is that has like me thinking right now that would probably I'm not going to say number one because I could probably think of more, but I'll definitely say that's top three biggest regrets that I that I have, you know, not getting into computer graphic graphic design, especially the way how everything is right now. Like, Ron, I want to make video games, man. Hey, man, that's part of life, yo. You live and you learn. I regret not investing in Bitcoin when it was like nothing. Oh. But, uh, man. Yeah, yeah. See, that's another regret, you know. I started the whole stock market. And, like, another regret is I wish I had better um, financial uh, habits when I was younger, right? I was, hmm. you know, like, I was... You, you get some good change, you know, you want to spend it on this. You want to spend it on that. You want to spend it on food. You want to spend it on clothes, right? And I wish I did a better job because, hey, honestly, graduating school, the biggest thing you gain from school is debt. <laughs> right? It's the true. biggest thing you gain is debt because you could graduate and, and a, for a lot of people, you're not guaranteed a job. And for a lot of people, they will graduate from a certain program. But now, after <laughs> five years of graduating, they're in a different career. Right? So You the, know, all of us are like that, almost. It, it, like all you. of us. Right? Thank you. So that's why I kind of have to look at all this and be like, you know, regret is huge. So have no regrets. And especially when it comes to love, Right? Our hearts are very sensitive, right? You don't want to have any regret when it comes to love. Touche, touche. Thank you. Thank you, Ron. Thank you. <laughs> All right, everyone. Well, welcome to another episode of Knowledge and Nonsense, episode 77. 77. Uh, just make sure you review, subscribe, and share. And... We're going to get this podcast on a go. So, um, I came across an article. And, the, like, this was so cool because, Ron, when I sent you this article, I know in the messages I sent, and I said that I didn't read the article. But I sent it to you because I thought it was so intriguing. So, the way of the article, the article is asking the question, should applicants be paid? For the, the time and effort they have to endure during the interview, during the job interview process. Um, and in some instance, there are. There was a situation where I believe a guy 
in Calgary, was it? Um, he spent 80 hours for the whole job interview process. There's another job um, that is actually offering to pay, I believe it's $75 for the interview and all that. Like, they're actually willing to pay. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I think that once a company has you doing work, some type of work, I don't know if it could be answer these questions, um, fill out this survey, complete this for me. Once you have to do that and you are more than two interviews in, there should be some type of compensation because like honestly, like you could be putting in a lot of work, a lot of energy, right? And you're inconveniencing yourself. Like sometimes you may need to take some time off from work. You have to step away from your family just to do an interview or or complete whatever task they have you to do. And at the end of the day, it still doesn't guarantee anything. I, I would take it a step further. I feel that a lot of companies don't, like their hiring practices aren't on point. So I feel like they kind of use the interview process and all these like things like the vagueness they have of all these postings to lure people into applying. I think that once you've, you know, even the simple fact of sending in a resume and a cover letter that has to be catered to your company, I feel like that that's something that should require money. And the second you accept my resume or cover letter, I think that you should guarantee me some sort of financial benefit because once they accept you, man, they can have, what, multiple interviews, you know, like over the course of months. There's a lot of stress that is in there. Like throughout all the interviews where we do, these guys are always asking you to tell them stuff about the company, specific things that people that aren't in the company would not know unless if they do proper research for and like, you know, when you get information from these guys, like sometimes whenever I get rejected, I ask them questions about like, why didn't I get the job? And some people are open and some of them will be like, yeah, you didn't really know enough about this. Something that doesn't even matter for the job, you know, like stuff like that. I feel that they should have to pay for or they just need to improve their, you know, their job application or hiring practices, because like the article said, if you knew you had to pay people that you were interviewing, how many interviews would you do? Would you do 10? Would you do 20? Or would you just do like one, maybe three, maybe four? Maybe you started hiring people internally. You know, there's so many things that, you know, would adjust people's behaviors if they had to pay. And I, I'm 1000% in agreement with this. They should have to pay. I also think that there needs to be some type of, some form of secrecy, secrecy when it comes to the applicants as well. And I have mentioned this before, like, I shouldn't have to put my, like, my full name until the interview, right? Because now, let's say, Ron, the they, companies have to start paying, for instance. They're going to be so uptight. They're going to be so anal about it. And it's going to help a lot of people who do not reflect um, the image of the company, right? 
somebody who's different color, someone who has tattoos, someone who has piercings, someone who has dyed hair, short hair, long hair, you know, uniqueness to their to their image. You know, that's where they get penalized. So I feel like it is good, but it will force another problem. Another problem will definitely arise. But these jobs, there, there needs to be some type of. Le- it, the playing field needs to be a, a bit more leveled, right? And our playing field, our field, we need to be elevated so we have a chance against these corporations, right? I agree. I agree. Um, it's just you. You know how the world is, man. It's not. It's not made for the individuals, like for the little people. Like that's the vibe I get. Slowly but surely, we're trying to take some of that back. You could see it all over the world. So hopefully we do get something. But these guys, man, they like something has to give, man. The way that these guys move, the level of carelessness that they are able to employ, but we aren't able to employ. Like knowing like and again, like you said, when you're applying and then they see how you look or they see your name and they could reject you just for that, you know, like they should actually be looking at your resume your name, the way you look shouldn't really matter, you know, and once I get you in after looking at your resume, you know, it should be more of like a, you know, a, it's a fit thing now. It's like, is this person someone that could actually do the job that it is that we are trying to get them to do? Is this somebody that, you know, it responds in quite the same way that we want them to do? or want them to is this the type of person that would basically benefit our company you know like these are the type of things that they should pro should be looking at there's so many jobs me personally if i'm being honest with you and i'm pretty sure you feel the same way but there's so many jobs i applied to and i didn't even get like a look that i feel like i was either overqualified for or appropriately qualified for why is it that i'm not even getting looked at you know, why does it seem as if I'm not even an opportunity, like I ha- I was not even given a fair opportunity? Why is it that if I don't get the job, you can't take the simple time to send me an email to be like, hey, you didn't get it? You know, like I, I don't expect you could just put a generic email out there, you know, like and just change the name. It doesn't take that much time to do. You know, it's ridiculous, man. They're just so OK with wasting our time and. Again, we've kind of created an environment where this is fine, but in my mind, it's not fine. You know, like you shouldn't be wasting our time. And while we're talking about this, what about internships? You know, like this is something that I can't get out of my head after we finished the Humber program. It's like we were basically working for free. How many of us truly got an opportunity after leaving that company or after graduating? You know, a lot of these companies, they never really gave us an opportunity. And it was like, you can see to some degree, these guys are just basically living off of interns. And, you know, like if you give interns opportunities, then okay, you know, do your thing. At least that's like a stepping stool. But what is this like, you know, they come in for a year, half a year, whatever amount of time, and then they could just be let go like that. And it's like, whatever, man, no real opportunity. And then when we apply, we don't even really have enough experience based off of the work that we did. I'm going to be completely honest. When it comes to internships at schools, I blame the schools like 99%. I put the blame on them 99%. They need to do, and I'm, and I'm mainly, I'm going to maybe step away from high school 
right? But I want to look at more college and university post-secondary. We are paying thousands, thousands, not hundreds, thousands of dollars for this program. And you're telling me you're giving me, you're only going to provide me with this trash option. All these, like, I'm going to be honest, Ron. I saw some of those options on our on our placement, the placement that we were for our inter- the list. And, Ron, more than half of them didn't even involve sports. Right? Didn't even involve sports. So it makes zero sense to me. I put the blame on the schools. Ron, in high school, I did co-op. And the options for co-op were way more better. They just asked, hey, what did you want to be? Why are you taking co-op? At that time, I said, you know, I wanted to be um, a teacher. Right? So they got me to visit a school. I mean, to actually work at at an elementary school nearby my house. So when they convened, they, they helped me out with location so I didn't have to spend too much time, right? And they actually put me in the industry that I actually wanted to be a part of at that current time. So the, the way I looked at it with uh, high school versus our program, like, and this is something I didn't agree with. Um, my friend's sister went to Waterloo, and apparently the way they do it is the way that I would essentially do it. So they, for one year, you go and volunteer or intern in a professional environment. Like, that's basically like your year of school. You know, like something like that. Granted, obviously, that's like a lot of time. It's a lot of money. You know, especially we were in sport. You know, if we got those type of opportunities, we probably would have been working with places like the Raptors, the Blue Jays maybe even the Maple Leaf, stuff like that, you know what I mean? So then you would have to dress up proper. So you need to have money for this type of stuff. But the way that they set it up where we had to go into the internship three days a week for a semester, and then the next semester, it was the same thing. I feel like that basically limited our opportunities because companies don't work on three-day schedules, you know, and a lot of people, like, there was some people that, you know, I talked to in the program, like, and they would tell me, like, they would do their internships in, say, the summer, and then they would just get them approved in the school year because it doesn't make much sense for them to do three days a week, you know? it Like, again, especially with the opportunities we're looking for, it was almost impossible to be able to find, like, a, a legitimate job in sport, and then, like, ultimately, at that point, what do we qualify for, really? You don't really qualify for that type of high-paying job. Like, I'm telling you, man, like, every single one of us that we are still friends with, like, our goal was, like, to become, like, uh, someone in the player operation side of some sort of sport or organization. But little do we know, like, I learned this, obviously, later. One of my friends is in the States and going out there, meeting people, talking to people. Like, in order to make it in sports, man, it's all about who you know. It does, like, you know, the programs that you do, it can help, but like if you don't know anyone that can get you in, you're, you're, you're not going to get in. But this is not stuff that they tell you. You know, they don't tell you until you're locked in after like a year and a half or something. But, you know, ah. like kudos to all the people that were in our yes. program and then ended up making it big, man. I Or making it like doing good, man. Like they definitely put in a lot of work, man, because seeing what we were up to, man, like they definitely had to put in a lot of work to get to where they are today. Yeah, and it's true. A, a lot of people make it and just even more don't make it. But 
you know, honestly, I, I don't know. I, I, I think, like, you know, hopefully it, everything works out. And once, it, you know, I have my little one, I, I don't even know. I don't even know if I would be that big on post. Like, obviously, they ho- hopefully it's a different age where po- having post-secondary on your resume isn't a thing. It's more about skills and what you have done and experience, right, rather than, oh, you you know, you have to have gone to this school, right? Because, Ron, how, Kanye West said it. They go to school, but they still stupid, right? So. <laughs> Yo, did I ever tell you one time when I went into an exam? This is when I was at York. I remember going, I can't remember what course it was, but I was sitting beside somebody, and then some guy came in, and then the person I was sitting next to, was like, man, you're in this program? To the guy. And he's like, yeah, man. I just never showed up to a single class. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was just sitting there in astonishment. Like, what? I never showed up to a single class. And it's like, are you prepared? He's like, we'll see. And then, like, this is one of those exams that you're not allowed to leave till 30 minutes is passed. So okay. this man sat there. You could see, you know when someone's, like, struggling? Like, they're just... You know, they look like, oh, man, I'm going to fail this course, so I need to get out. The man left. Like, he barely wrote down in his exam, and the man left at 30 minutes on the dot. I was like, my God, yo. Like, how the hell do these people, and why the hell do these people get into school? It makes no sense. (laughs) It's ridiculous, man. You have to, what I noticed about post-secondary is that when you missed a day, you know, you, you have to play some type of catch-up, right? Like, almost every lesson, it, well, in my eyes, almost every single lesson, because remember, you would have that class once a week, right? Or it might be divided into two, but at most, you're having it twice a week. Um, So if you miss, you really miss, so you got to play catch-up. Rather than in high school, you got that class, you know, five days a week, so you can easily catch up. Bro, I'll just say this, man. Like, I I learned some, like, tough lessons in university, man. You can't play around, man. You miss a second, man, you better read. You better do your own. It's crazy, man. It's a scary time, university. Jeez, man. I don't know. It's something else. It is. It is. But but I'm happy we we all out of this. So that's the good thing. That's the good thing, you know? Shout out to all the kids that are still in school. Shit was fun, man. I can't lie at times. It was definitely fun, but I don't know. I don't know. It's It feels like years ago, man. Years ago. Yes. And you know what, you guys? Even though, you know, I may sound a little negative about school, once you are in it, you guys do not rush to get out of school. Because that's when I, I know I spoke about regret. But another big word is called responsibility. And once you're done school, that's when responsibility <laughs> Okay? That's when that's when you get the whole, oh, you're done school? So you're going to find a job? You're going to start paying some bills? You're going to move out? So, you guys, so just enjoy. No, but you know, when, remember, when, don't, don't tell them, too, when you do move out. <laughs> that responsibility just builds up, man. Big time. It's true. So, you know what, Ron? That, that's for another episode. That's for another episode. 
I we could talk all day about this shit, man. I yo, I could tell you, I was naive when I moved out, man. I did not know anything, and then once you start to see all the stuff, and you actually have to be the one to purchase things, and you have to be the one to clean things, and you have to be the one to prep meals, cook meals, like do all this stuff, fix stuff. Mike, it doesn't make sense, man. Ron, you know how much I miss my mom's home cooked meal. Oh my goodness. Just drive, just drive back, man. Just drive back. And just sit, just you know, park in the front, yo. Come with a gift and be like, "Hey, mom, it's a long time." You know, do something like that. My my, <laughs> my siblings gave me a call and um, they're like, "Oh man, mom made so much food. If you were here, you would have got some." And I'm just, and then I'm like, "Yo, I'm about to cook something that does not taste nearly as good." So. Bro, like you don't visit, you don't visit often. No, no, I I do, I do. I want to say two weeks have not passed by without me visiting. Right? Okay, fair enough. Um, but man, like, like it's nice having your own space, being your own person, you know, being the king of your castle. But at the same time, like, I don't mind being a prince under my mom, you know, <laughs> bro. King of the castle with no workers below. That's not a king. You know, That's a commoner. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> that that you know what? That that's why I don't feel like a you know what? It's true. I guess so. Yo, now that just you, keep now it that real, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's why people love whenever they have kids, man. Kids have chores. Kids help. You know what I mean? Like, unless if you're rich, man, no one's doing stuff for you, man. It's you doing it for yourself. Maybe you might get some assistance, you know, from your partner. Maybe from your kids, but that's that's where it stops, you know. So, got to figure that out, Mike. Got to figure it out. All right. All right. I, I guess I will. So, uh, on the topic of schools... Um, three schools. Ron, we are only in September. Well, when this episode drops, it will be October, but we're in still in September, right at the end of September. And there has already been, and this is in my, you know, my hometown, Brampton, you know, so shout out to Brampton, but Brampton, y'all, y'all need to behave yourself. Like, yo, third day in a row, uh, a school was under holding secure. Back in the day, we used to call it a lockdown. Now, I'm not going to expose what school I went to because I don't want you guys to know. But, Ron, <coughs> oh, this snitch. Jeez. <laughs> but, um, but, Ron, when I went to high school, we had lockdowns every year. There was one year we had two. No, there were two years we had two. Right at the beginning, we had one at the, at the close to the start. I want to say it was still warm out. So I want to say maybe that's September, October. And then we had one towards the end. It's always around when the weather is warm. Nobody causes a lockdown during the winter season. Eh? I always know that. Bro, it's too cold out there, man. This shit ain't four brothers, yo. When people are driving around in snowstorms trying to kill people, they wait. When everyone's outside and it's too damn hot, that's when they want to create chaos. I don't get it. It's ridiculous, but that's the way it is. I guess so, but yo, y'all, y'all need a, y'all need a like violence. You guys should know know this, like the way how social media is, and we all see we see these reactions of kids 
shooting schools and relax you guys have a problem there's other ways of dealing with it rather than violence and again i'm not trying to say this was the sole purpose but if y'all are causing and again i'm not even trying to say this is only the students i'm just talking in general like you everybody just needs to relax okay we are this anytime these violence occurs it has a huge impact on the community right so just everyone like cool down i guess that's why foolishness doesn't happen in winter because everyone's cool hmm maybe Nah, because everyone's out and everyone's inside man remember summertime is when everyone wants to go outside you yeah. know everyone's like everyone's in everyone's mix it's just there's way more chaos man like every single time i remember when i was younger I, like when i would be downtown like almost every single weekend the amount of times I would just bump into people I know is insane, you know? But in the winter time, man, like everyone's wearing their jackets, covered up, man, just walking to their destination or driving to. Like that you know, people ain't, you know, out there out and about causing ruckus. But anyways, Brampton needs to figure this shit out, man. I don't know what's going on with that city, man. I'm telling you, I'm glad I got out, man, because Yo, this shit is crazy, man. I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on. It's stupid. I love Brampton, no matter what. Brampton will always be my home. Do you see how LeBron always gives uh, uh, Akron a shout-out? Brampton is my Akron if I was LeBron, you know? Brampton, this is for you, you know? Um, But, yeah, no, no, no. Like, I don't even, like, I wonder what the next steps are because we always know how Canadians are or or a typical how Canadians are perceived right we always we are we are more triggered you know something happens we get you know we get scared and we panic rather than Americans they don't panic as fast as us right so with all Ooh. this happening i really want to know what the school board is planning on doing is there going to be more security at the schools? Like, I don't know about your school, Ron, but did you have those hall monitors, those people that would walk around with the walkies? No, we just had a cop. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, no, our, nothing else, man. Our school police station, um, well, remember, because our police station was close to our school, but um, the cops had, like, a little secret room. They had two, one in the op- one in the office and one in the library. They had a secret room. So I don't, I don't get it, man. Like very like kids that are that bad are not doing stuff when they know there's a cop around. They're doing stuff when the cop is not around. So these guys need to chill, man. It's something else. Yeah, I guess so. Um so when it comes to a pub in Mississauga. The pub's name is uh, Exchange. Exchange. Um, it's in Mississauga. Um, so the way how this bar operates when it comes to pricing is that the pricing fluctuates like the stock market. Um, I think this is foolish. Um, so you could actually be buying a drink. And the price could actually change on you. I'm going to assume it won't change too, too crazy. And, Ron, the stock market closes fairly early. Right? Bro, People, come on. 
people are usually not <laughs> drinking. So, like, <laughs> things are not moving. Like, I know you have after hours, right? But these things are not moving. Let, let's be real, right? Once it closes, it closes at that. And you have the after hours and then the before hours. And then whatever it opens at, it opens at. But come on. I really don't think 9 it's, o'clock. It's just, it's an interesting concept, man. Like, just, just take it for what it is, man. If it was me, I would just buy something that's not moving. You know, just look for something that's cheap, you know, depressed asset. Because I'm assuming they're going to drop the prices too and no one's purchasing stuff, right? So <laughs> that's something that would benefit you. So, so by that logic, what if I kind of persuade, let's just say that, uh, make-believe fantasy world, I was able to, <coughs> sorry, excuse me, I was able to convince everybody in the restaurant to only buy chicken, for instance. Obviously, the price for chicken would increase. Does that mean now that fish? And beef and steak will drop, so then I could buy those things. But that's what it sounds like. I obviously within reason, obviously, man. Like, come on, if you're going to buy, it's an Indian food restaurant. But like, let's say you're going to buy like butter chicken or something, and you buy it, and everyone else starts buying it. I'm pretty sure there's a standard price that you know people that eat butter chicken at restaurants are comfortable paying. If this thing is going up way too high, I think people are going to be like, whoa, whoa, let's chill. We ain't going to touch this, you know, and then vice versa. When you see like, you know, let's say there's something else that's going down because nobody's eating it. Obviously, like, you know what the standard price is. So I just think it's like a novelty. Maybe things vary by a dollar or two, you know, who knows. But I don't think it's going to be that dramatic. I think it's an interesting concept, if I'm honest with you. It definitely is something that looks pretty... It would look cool. I'd be intrigued to go there and see what it's all about. And what if... Does this pricing also... Is this pricing also impacted by um, by their inventory, right? Let's say they're running low on chips or the nachos. Does, does chips become premium? Well, like, again, I, I, who knows, man? Like, how about we, we, we plan to go there one of these days? Ooh. Like, actually, actually plan to go there. Like, not like your fake KFC eating chips. Um, nah, bro, I wasn't eating Sonera. You know, you were talking, you were talking a lot of smack, man. I thought you were. And then you chickened out. I can't do the bok bok sound. Otherwise, I'd be doing it right now. You're doing the what? But, um, the buck, 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 buck. Oh, the chicken? <laughs> oh, something like. Nah, man. That, th- those chips should be on Fear Factor. I, I ain't feeling those. Nope, not for me. All right, man. Yeah. Do your thing. Would you Do go on Fear thing, Factor? Sir. Ooh, no. I, there was, um, the two, um, reality shows for sure that I would try to do. Um, but I definitely have to get in shape and another one I have to brush up my cooking skills. I got to work on them. Master Chef, like Great Canadian Baking Show or um, Amazing Race. Those okay. are the only ones. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I see that. I see that. Okay. Master Chef, eh? 
I try it because that's for home chefs, home cooks. I can't be in a house kitchen. That'd be crazy. So you know how to... Okay. So you really know how to pair things together like that? No, but that's what I mean. Like, I, I need to brush up that stuff. I don't know how to pair things the way that these guys are doing, but I feel like with reality shows, there's more than meets the eye, you know? Like, there's stuff we don't know. They're definitely teaching these guys stuff. There's no way that these guys just know this stuff off the top of their head. And if they do, wow, that's impressive for people that just, (laughs) you know, they're home cooks, so to speak. And then they're just coming in there and just, you know, cooking some of the stuff that they're cooking. I feel like they have skills and then they're, they're actually putting them through stuff so that they learn a little bit more. Okay, okay, okay. I like that. If I had to be on a TV show, I would pick, well, I'm not going to lie. I would really, like, I, I know I'm in a very committed and great relationship, but I would oh love to God. be on, I would like to be backstage on Love is Blind to see how that actually is. Right, There's like, more than meets the eye, bro. See? see, like, and to know that those two couples in season two uh, that got married, now they're divorced. Um, so it's pretty, I just want to see, like, can you really do that? Is love truly blind? I told you, Shake said it best. Love is blurry, man. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, you don't find, yo, it's the truth, bro. It's blurry, man. But what does he mean by that? Like, it's blurry. Like, no, so like love is blind. So you like if you're talking to somebody, let's just say you're talking to them and you've never seen them and you really vibe well with them, like you need to see someone that you are physically attracted to too in order for it to work. That was his whole concept. So then he had a hard time, it seems, like pairing those things together. Because he felt like, I'm assuming that in terms of the type of wife that he would like, he liked the deep tea girl. But then physically, it was not what he wanted. So then he was having a hard time, you know, getting past that. And it it just looked real bad on the TV show. So I, I feel like to some degree, you need someone that you're physically attracted to, as well as um, emotionally mentally like intellectually attracted to it can't just be one you know like those situations rarely work true i think i what i kind of took from that when he said love is blurry is like you will you will turn a blind eye to certain flaws but you can't do it fully and you can't do to everything so i i guess yeah on the same page as you as well yeah man so but honestly that the the show is definitely not showing us like no reality shows like that like i i I went uh recently like my wife and i we went on a date we went to to do archery and uh we were talking to the guy that um runs the place and we were talking about the show alone have you ever heard of it alone no okay so basically they drop people off in these environments so the first season was the first two seasons i believe were on vancouver island so they just drop them off there 
and then they drop about 10 people off in different parts of the forest and they just leave them there and then whoever survives the longest wins so there's the animals and stuff so we were just talking about it and it's like i'm just thinking to myself like okay and he, he he brought it up too but i'm like okay if somebody is in the wilderness with nothing except for like maybe 10 items that they get to bring and there's like a grizzly bear or a wolf or a mountain lion like what are you gonna do like are you gonna let the person die on the tv show you know what i mean like you're not gonna let the person die so there's always somebody watching them so the whole concept of them being alone is within reason if they're at night a mountain lion is coming and it's gonna actually attack them i'm pretty sure there's somebody watching them maybe with a gun you know just to shoot them even if it's a sniper you know something there has to be some sort of protection because one person dies on that show it's a wrap man it's a complete wrap so like thinking of it like that like all reality shows to some degree they have to have some sort of control man because it has to be entertaining for us they even create drama you know, all the time. It's crazy. I want to know, now that you brought that up, I want to know how it is. For instance, uh, uh, Too Hot to Handle, right? Mm-hmm. That show, there are cameras all over, right? My two biggest questions are, are the cameramans like actually walking around or do they just because right the way how from my angle watching the show, it just looks like they have a whole bunch of cameras all over. And the second question is, are they really on an island or are they just somewhere in L.A. or Miami? They're definitely not on an island. Okay. Maybe they maybe they're not like, well, who knows? Maybe they could be in a resort somewhere. Like, I don't know. I think who knows? A, rich, a, a rich person's house. A villa, like a villa. I don't know, but it's just, like, the cameras are crazy. Like, what was it? Just last week, I went to go see, like, a a baseball or a softball game. Like, it was a charity one in Chatham. And um, it was a team, the Chatham Colored All-Stars. So, like, they played back in, like, the 30s, and um, their descendants... So they all played in this charity game they were watching. But um, basically there was, like, uh, I don't know if you know, he's a Hall of Fame baseball player, older, Ferguson Jenkins. So he was there. So there was camera people, like, all over the place trying to, like, you know, make it appear like it's like a it's a proper game, you know. It, it was pretty nice. So there's these guys with these giant suits walking around with these cameras. And it's just like... Like, they're just walking around everywhere they need to be with the camera, just going like that. So, it could very well be like that in um, Too Hot to Handle or all these shows. Because, like, really and truly, like, they need to get the perfect angle. Like, and you could usually tell, too. Like, remember, like, in in some of these shows, like, when they're in the bedrooms, it seems like it's like a, a spy camera type stuff that's just there. But then... When they're outside, they're, you, it, there's proper cameras, so I'm pretty sure there's people around them. Okay, because, Ron, these guys are, some people are giving it up on these shows. So, I don't know, like, I don't know if these guys are, like, Ron, me personally, I wouldn't be, like, let's say I had, you know, I was, you know, 
my body was shaped like a like a god. You know what I'm trying to say? Like I was like I was Hercules, Hercules, right? And I wouldn't care. I would not want a cameraman right there watching me having sex with a random person or a person that, a person that I made a strong connection with on the show. Bro, have you you have you ever watched Love Island, the UK version? No, but I could I just Love Island, you know, I could I could Bro, imagine. The first two seasons, it was almost like no holds bars. Like all the rules that they have now in the show is all because of the first few seasons. Like these guys were lit. They were constantly smoking, drinking all the time having sex all the time it was crazy and it's just like they just didn't give a damn to me it was because they were like drunk like all the time so these guys just didn't care but like they i don't know man like i guess there's certain people in the world that are just okay with this type of stuff just you know they're built nicely they look nice and they're just like you know i don't give a damn i'm just gonna do whatever the hell i want so it is what it is. I, I find it weird. And now with the way that the, the shows have gone, like it seems like now people are becoming a little bit more reserved or conservative on them. They're not trying to, you know, be too wild. So, hey, man. Well, I definitely want to be not backstage, but on stage to see all that. So the shit you'll see man i'm pretty sure you're gonna be it's gonna be like watching a porno most of the time i bet you anything but this time they they're definitely gonna edit so I'll but you're the, the editor you're the yeah, this guy's like <laughs> oh man uh so um ron mcdonald's is launching adult happy meals Wagwan, Wagwan. It's a joke, bro. What? Yo, why is it that we need? <laughs> They're just trying to market to people that like stuff. They're bringing back the old, you know, like the old Ronald McDonald gang or whatever, like the Hamburglar and all the other people. Like, yep. yeah, those are the toys. So they're trying to get our generation to go to McDonald's more because I guess not all of us are going there consistently enough. So they're trying to lure us back. I personally feel like the value pick meal, so the junior chicken, the McDouble, I think those were already adult happy meals, you know? I just feel like it's more affordable. You know, like the Happy Meal, is it supposed to be just affordable? I think it's supposed to, you know, give the kids something. It's, a, I guess, an appropriate-ish size for kids, and that's that. But they didn't even describe how they're breaking down the meals. I was thinking that it's just going to be, like, specific to the toys. Like, if you want to get a Big Mac combo with a toy, you got to pay this much versus you just get a Big Mac combo or a value pick meal or whatever it is that they have. Um, but who knows, man? Honestly, these toys better be collectible. They're only better be like 500 being sold so people can actually collect bro, them. Bro, bro, what are you talking about, man? This ain't like Tim, the Tim Beebs, man, or the Tim Run stuff or whatever the hell is going on over there. I don't get it. 
and and what type of a adult is gonna see? The, this is kind of scaring me because the toys that I know from McDonald's are kiddish. What type of toys are they coming out for adults? Maybe they could be like bobbleheads, you know, how people go crazy for them at sporting events. Could be something like that. Oh, okay. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I'm I don't know about the whole toy thing, but hey, if they could if they could provide more of a value price for people, a hey, shout out to McDonald's. <sighs> but you know what's crazy? This is how you know our generation is one of the greatest. Ron, we have so many um spin-offs right of different shows but right? wait, 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 wait how does that make you great though because everybody wants to remake it and do it again that's how you know the show like look boys meet world then they had a girls meet world right but it's still our generation so we just love that stuff so much that we're like oh man we want it we want more we want more and then they're like you know we could show you guys reruns or we can make more money off you guys and do a whole new spinoff. And it won't be as good as the original, but you guys will at least watch one season. Yeah, no, that's true. But I'm just saying there's a lot of spinoffs. Um, the one spinoff I am waiting for is a recess spinoff. When the re- when the kids are in high school or adult age or whatever. You... Can you imagine sometimes like I haven't watched it recently, but a lot of the stuff on that show, I'm pretty sure in this generation would not fly. eh? Uh, I don't no, no. I think with. okay. I don't. I'm just going off of my memory. But the show, it wasn't that bad. Like I watched. No, it definitely wasn't. No, no. I'm talking like I'm talking like would they would someone maybe put in the comment section? Hey, cancel the show because of such and such. I don't really think so, because. They always, they always brought it back to a life lesson. Like, yeah, there might have been some parts where people might have been like, hmm. But they always brought it back to a life lesson, right? Did they always, though? Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's some, the, or maybe the, my, my concern would be, like, maybe some characters or some behaviors. Like, they're not something that people like talking about much now or like seeing. You know what? There might be one episode. It was the episode when TJ Spinelli had to wonder how it is about kissing. So um, yeah, they had to kiss each other. I could see some what about, people. What about Miss Finster? Miss, like Miss that Finster. whole concept. But she never, she never, she never beat any of the kids or like told. No, she them. didn't beat. But like that type of behavior, you know, that's yeah, yeah. spicy. There, yeah, there the snitch. Th- there are te- there are teachers like that right now so but that but that's what i mean like they 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 put it out there and people probably are like nah man we don't want to see that no more it's not a good reflection of teachers or it's not a good reflection of students you know you have the hustler kid the whole king bob the kindergartens being like savages and stuff like all of this stuff is all you know it's questionable bro but if we want to be real, there is always that kid at school that's always trying to hustle his lunch, right? No, I get it, man. I get it. It was definitely, like, a lot of these kids are, like, they're out there. But it's it's not even about what's real, at, like, what people see. And it's just about what people feel about the things that they're seeing. 
you know? So if somebody feels like they don't want to see something, then they, you know, that's it, man. It could be a wrap. All right, fair. Well, you know what? I'm definitely, this is one thing I will definitely try. I know I didn't, I know I said that I would try that whole KFC Beyond Meat Chicken Burger, whatever. And I know I said I'll try the Ruffles, but this time I will definitely try these Happy Meals. Guaranteed. This guy's something else, man. Are you going to buy some from the Tim Runs, or did you grab anything from it? Woo! Ron, yo, the Tim swag is on. Yo, Ron, it looks... I, I'm a, I won't lie. I'm thinking of getting the jacket, and I want to get the slides. Cap, yeah. The slides. Bro, man, just go get yourself a pair of Crocs, man. Just forget about it, man. Don't get it. And then that jacket... So that you could hold your your uh, your wrap in it. <laughs> Yo, Ron, no, 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 the 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 all like I'm seeing some of these people in the white shirt with the with the Tim's. So everybody, just to put some, uh, so you guys can know what we're talking about. Um, Tim Hortons just dropped the clothing line. Okay, <laughs> they, <laughs> they they dropped the clothing line. So they got the hat, they got the slippers. They got the the shirt. They even got uh, the jacket that has a zipper at the front, where you can like store your sandwich, your Tim sandwich, and it's and it's insulated, so it'll keep it warm. Think about that, you guys. You're able. You got. You're, you're kind of like a kangaroo in a sense. You know, like you got a pouch that can actually keep things warm in it. And I'm telling you guys, it's a trip, bro. People might make fun of me, but Ron, the jacket. I'm, I don't know about the shirt. Because I don't know the quality of the shirt. Like, you know, sometimes when you buy those shirts and there's a design on it and you wash it a few times and it starts to crack. So I don't I don't know if Tim Hortons does this, but the slides and that jacket, I am definitely buying. One thousand percent. Bro, you're tripping. You are tripping. I am buying none of that stuff. If Crocs can pop off, Tim Hortons can pop off, too. But Crocs actually have some sort of functionality, you know. Which is? They got the sport mode whenever you need them. They have holes so that you can clean them easy. Like you can take them on the beach. You can take them in the pool. And you're comfortable, bro. They're very comfortable, man. Hey, I I wasn't a believer and now I am, you know. So it is what it is. So I have two questions for you. Okay, the first question is, and let me ask my two questions. First question is, the Tim Slice could do everything that a Crocs can do. That's one, right? Other than the holes, okay? No and, sport mode. No sport mode. Yeah, yeah. And that was the second question. What the hell is sport mode? Yo, the strap at the back. So, like, you know how you can walk around it with them like their slides with the strap up front? Okay. Okay, whenever you need to run, you just put the strap down. Yo, Rod, Rod. Your feet <laughs> <and> Rod, I'm <laughs> done. <laughs> what? These things have sport mode? Yeah, you can run in them comfortably and you're good. I'm out here thinking you might put your, like, the croc has, like, yeah. a, like an additional <laughs> a jet? piece. It has a jet. <laughs> like, oh, my. Like, you know some shoes, like, you can you can connect spikes to, like, soccer cleats. You can connect the Bro, spikes or not connect. I'm out here thinking, like, there's some actual technology involved. <laughs> this guy said, <laughs> he said the, 
the 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 strap you could put in the back to run. I guarantee no coach <laughs> wants their players running in Crocs. Bro, come on. Obviously, in sports, you're going to wear functional shoes, bro. You're going to get your, your sports-specific shoes. For Crocs, for, Crocs is just for life, bro. It's for life. They replace slides, man. Tim, Timmy's, they're, they're late to the game, man. They got to make a partnership with Crocs if they want to do their Tim run, whatever the hell it is. Yeah, it's something else, man. No, no, no. Don't worry, Ron. They, they, don't worry. Tim Hortons knows what they're doing. They know what they're slides are coming back next year. I'm telling you, I don't know if they how knew what Crocs, they were doing. What about all that leaky, those leaky ass <laughs> cup <laughs> lids that they have? Come on, they all know what they're doing, man. Fix that shit, man. Come on, don't give us no swag. Just fix your cup so it doesn't leak. I think it's super weird. Like someone going in there, hey, can I get a half a? Can I get a dozen Timbits? And can I also get the slides? Wow. I wonder if the slides come in like a Jordan <laughs> box or something like like an sh- actual shoe box. I really wonder. Let's stop. Let's stop. We're going too far right now, man. Th- this is madness. But you guys, go to your local Tim Hortons to get your swag, okay? Do it up. Do it up. Do it up. Um, And also, what's it called, Ron? So when it comes to – so Google – uh, just had their big conference. It's called the, it's called the Search On event, um, and in this they kind of just talk about you know, a lot of Google things, things that are coming up. So uh, one of the big topics uh, is the Google Map feature. So if you notice, if you go on Google Maps, they have this little circle icon where you're able to kind of like click on, and then you can sense the vibe of things. So. Uh, Google said something very interesting around you and I were talking about this earlier on before we got before we started recording. But Google said that they had enough data to comment on a certain vibe of a location. Um, so, you know, you'll click on your search and then not all places, but a good amount where you can actually see quotes of how people feel about you'll get personal reviews. Um that's pretty uh, information is very key i can see so um mm-hmm. yeah that's why they want us to on our phone so much right that's why they want to there's all these systems that we always have to sign up for like you need credit card for this you need you know social security number for that you need all this stuff man it's all to track us it's all to monitor us passports all of that stuff we know this but at the same time, we don't know this, it seems like, because we don't realize how powerful this information is for these companies. You know, they basically can basically do almost anything based off all the information we give them. And it's ridiculous. It is. So um, I really want to know how it's going to work. Like when it comes to searching things, I like to use YouTube a lot, right? Because I want to hear the audio. Rather than just reading the content, you know, um, and I like to search. Hey, is this like like for instance, is this a good idea? What's cool to do down in Toronto? So maybe this can help, but it is very very scary. I I saw a, a meme on social media where it was a boyfriend's birthday, so he got his girlfriend's phone, and he's talking into it. He's like, he's like, um. 
PS5. And he was saying different things that he would want for his birthday, hoping that the phone could pick it up and start showing ads of what he wants. So his girlfriend could be like, hey, this is a good idea. Let me get it for him for his birthday. So. It's a real thing, bro. Like that, that is real. I believe that that's something that works. I've seen it. You know, when you start looking at stuff, both people's phones will start, you know, talking and showing stuff like that. It's it's really ridiculous when you think about it, man. We got to, you know, detach from our phones, it seems like, in order to, you know, I guess almost like weaponize all the information we give them. It's like if you want the, this information, you need to give me something. <laughs> like mm-hmm. my goodness. I lie. My my data ain't free. Nope. No sir. Not at all. Not at all. Uh but yeah, Ron, that's everything on my side. Anything for you? No, I'm good to go, man. All right. All right. Well, everyone, thank you for listening to another episode of Knowledge and Nonsense, episode 77. Uh, make sure you guys subscribe. Um share, like. Uh, tell your friends, tell your family, even tell your enemies. Uh, hope you guys like this episode.